Good evening or good morning, wherever everybody is. Welcome to episode nine of the North versus South podcast with myself, State, and my co-host, Heath. Notice how I got the, the names right on this episode, Heath, yeah? Hello, mate. Hello. Lovely to see you too. Yeah. Good yeah. work. Hello, I yeah. do it permanently. Probably, yes. Yeah. So, um, sorry, a little inside joke here, but um, in the last episode, Heath didn't get our names correct, basically, when he was introducing us. It was just shocking. I mean, we've only known each other about 15, 16 years. Um, so, yeah, he don't even blame the booze either because he, he'd only just have a little sip of his whiskey, I think. So, unless it just hit him that, that quickly, who knows? But, yeah, yeah, he didn't see the pint of whiskey I had before we started, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I think you'll need more than a pint tonight on tonight's episode. So I think you're to, right. Yeah, definitely. So, tonight's episode... Um, we've got a lot in store for you again. Uh, we're back to pretty much on, sort of on a reg- more regular one after the international break. But yeah, we've had Premier League back, so um, we're doing game week review this week. Um, so we'll both review our teams of how, how we've done or how one of them's maybe still doing. Not well for somebody. Um, I won't give that away, but because I brought it up. Um, then we've got a shit list. So shit list. Five, maximum five players each on the shit list who's, who's pissed us off this week or you know and then we're actually and we're also creating doing something a bit fresher doing a hit list now as well so five players that we think you know you need to be to look be looking at maybe you know who's who's going to come in who's going who do you, who's the ones you want you know and we're not just always thinking Mo Salah because we all know that everyone wants him we're thinking outside of the box ones looking at fixtures coming up so we've got that then we've got our North versus South mini league update. So we'll go through the league standings, see, see if there's been any big movers. Um, me, maybe, big mover mm-hmm. in the league. Um, and then we've got North versus South. It's a knockout debate. So we're, me and Heath are currently trying to get the uh, greatest ever FPL player. Um, and we've got the Northern and Southern finals, I believe, haven't we, tonight? tonight. So um, that could be a good one tonight. I reckon it'll be really good because... We've got some good players in the finals. Could be difficult to argue the case against either, to be fair, I think. So we've got that. And then we've got this game week preview. Um, see it, see what we've got, what's what's lined up, what we've got planned. Some people might need to make wholesale changes. Watford might need to sack another manager. Who knows? Could be good. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I'm excited, Heath. Are you excited? Yeah. I mean, I'm always excited. I, I kind of always being the kind of generous English guy that I am, I always feel a bit rude when I've had a really good week in FPL and Watford have done well and I'm all arrogant and cocky and stuff like that. And there you are sulking away that when it's like this and roles are reversed, I kind of feel like this is probably better off, you know, no one wants like an arrogant southerner in your face. I think, I think we get, I think you northerners, you get away with it with your charm and your charisma, Uh, us down here, not so much. So, no, it's all good. Um, again, got to be cheery. Got to be up for it again after um, a disappointing week all round. Um, I yeah, Watford had a stinker. Got outplayed, men versus boys, and uh, my fantasy team has uh, yeah hit a bit of a brick wall in the last couple of weeks. So it looks like we're all potentially all even, which is which makes this podcast what it is really. You know, most people would assume that because you've got Liverpool, City, United. You run away of it. No, no. There's a lot more to it than that. And uh, and we've shown it in the first what, what game week are we in now? I mean Well, this is game this is game, game week eight. Game, yeah. So. so we're going to game week nine and it's it's very, very close between the two of us, which is 
a good oh. sign. Hopefully it continues. Yeah, yeah head to head's close. Oh, overall standings and very close. I'd say I'd say though for the, the, the weekend itself though, like there were some pretty average games, but then there were some incredible games and some incredible goals i've picked out a handful here greenwood's goal i mean you're thinking that's got to be the best goal of the game tuleman's is either running that hard to be best goal of the game some great goals in that game in general and salah i mean just when you think you know the man city goal we scored last week you think yourself like he's just incredible talent what a player can do that you know against even against man city and then he does it he does it again against an even better team in watford i mean and that assist for mane's goal was was world class the guy is really yeah. doing the business how many people this season have have not made him captain in, in these games against bigger teams obviously watford and man city you know how many times have people let themselves down by going for lukaku ronaldo and you know oh. should have should have picked him just best off have, have Salah as your captain for the season. Yeah, that, that's our tip for the. the that's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. That's the end of the podcast. Salah yeah. captain. Doesn't matter that's who it. he's playing against. <laughs> Obviously, you can't do that though if your name's Heath because you can only pick players from the south. So that's a bit of a struggle for you. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I'll just go Zaha. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you go Zaha. He hasn't even been picked today. I know, I know. I'm hoping that's a falling out or something and he stays yeah. off. But um, yeah, the, the other one I, I want to make note of as well, bring up was the Ruben Neves pass for, I think, Daniel Pedence for the Saiz goal and the, the Villa game. That was, I think Ruben Neves is one player that I've been a bit disappointed with overall. I think if you're a Wolves fan, you'd probably be laughing right now and say he's just class. But as a, as a neutral, I, I don't see enough of the goals that he was scoring in the championship back in the day and the the player that I thought he was going to be and maybe like I say he you know he's one of those good from afar far from good kind of players or something that we have but I, he just looked like such a class player and then yeah. when he came to the Premier League don't get me wrong I'm not naive to think that it's all about Premier uh, FPL points but I just want to see him scoring more goals from distance you know he has that in his locker but that pass for Podence the other day was just, yeah, beautiful. I kind of hope he gets a big move at some point. I don't know if, if he will, because I'm pr- pretty sure he'll be on decent money at Wolves. But will be, will be to Watford if he's getting a big move. No, so. I mean, no, because we don't really need him. You know, we've got Moussa Sissoko, <laughs> we've got Tom Cleverley. We're OK. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see about that. Um, I suppose, you know, that, that, that helps us, you know, move on to... To, to our game week um, review, really, see how, you know how, how how teams have got on. You know, you've already mentioned a few players who've done well, scored points. I think there were all actually northern based players that you mentioned. Though, so, yes, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that means that there's not really it wasn't a good week for you, Heath. But tell me about it. How, how's your week gone? Well, yeah, it's because it, because obviously we've got the big fixture, the the London derby of Arsenal versus Palace going on at the moment. So my my game week has not completely um, put me out of my misery yet. Uh, but I've got Raya in goal, got me two solid points. Uh, Cucurella got me five points. He, uh, I guess he's one of the wins of the weekend. Again, he's, he's, he looks like an absolute star. Rudiger, unfortunately, um, didn't actually make the lineup. So I've got I've got Ivan Tony coming in for two points. Uh, Kieran Tinney's on one point at the moment. I'm sure he, he should be able to keep a clean sheet against Palace. 
Sergi Rag- uh, Reggion with a nice assist. Probably unlucky not to get a second assist before the Shelby sending off. So, you know, again, I think he's one of my stars of the season so far. Um, he got, yeah, he got me four points. And then I've got my midfield. Zaha's currently not playing. Is he actually in the squad? You know, I don't, I don't know if he's um, in the I haven't seen the team, but I would. I'll be surprised if he's on the bench and not playing because I think yeah. they're playing Benteke, which is a yeah. They're, they're the playing, I think. Yeah. Um, I think Edouard's playing as well. Yeah. Uh, so I got I got him who's not playing at the moment. So I've got my juicy two points from Musa Sissoko if he stays off. So that's my. Yeah, that's it. On the bench. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so the, those useful two points from Sissoko that I get every week from him. Uh, will be dropping into my team. Thank you, Go Musa. On, Go on, Big Mo. Um, Emil Smith Rowe, only one point so far because it's you know he's not got past the 60 minutes point yet. Uh, uh, ben Rama got me three points. He, he he had a big part to play in the goal, but unfortunately it was the assist of the assister, so only the three points. My another star of, the, of my team throughout this season has been Hyomin Sun. He got me a, a nine pointer. Should really just put the captaincy on him every week by the looks of it. I probably um, would do if I were you, you know, he's, yeah, you know, it's your, be- your best option because, yeah, um, you know, you, you, your current captain is, isn't cutting it at the moment. In terms no, of no, mm-hmm. and and uh, yep, yeah, I mean, predictably, you're playing Brentford, you're thinking, you know, begin the season, big Rom would be, you know, an absolute monster in that game. He did have a goal ruled out for offside, um, rightly. Uh, and when I saw that, I thought, well, that's a shame, but he's got plenty of time to get himself on the score sheet. And unfortunately, he didn't. So just the two points, which gives me four from him. And then Mikel Antonio with the one point. Uh, yeah, so, so far, I'm on 34 with the guys off the bench. And I'm hoping that Tierney and Smith Rowe might get me up to a reasonable figure, maybe pushing towards 40 points. Still very disappointing. Um, overall, yeah, I mean... I think Rudiger not playing is a big miss for me because I don't. I've only got two Chelsea players in my team. That's good. Why haven't you got Ben Chilwell in your team anymore? Yeah, I took him out at the wrong time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I. The thing is that you, you realistically your hands are going to be tied when you are only picking teams from a certain region. So you know, it's 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 great fun when when you're doing well. I have got one issue with this team obviously uh, if you are unaware because we didn't have a game week re- uh, preview from last week's because we had the international break state gave me a an interesting fine which was that i had to take out a certain spurs striker and replace him with anyone so that was a bit of a killer it wouldn't have made a difference overall but a goal and assist from harry kane would have been would have got me over it and you know got me closer to the average score and I probably wouldn't be as disappointed. So instead, I've got Ivan Tony. I'm, I'm quite happy to have him, but I'm straight away thinking, do I need to get Kane in? Because yeah, if he's yeah. starting to show signs of that he's interested again, then I have so, to have him. Really? Have you have you saved that money? That you, that you oh saved? yeah, yeah. Not spent it yet. Not spent yeah. it. Well, there um, you go. Actually, no. I might have done. <laughs> 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 I, I actually, I'll, we'll come to that with my game week preview okay. later. But right. uh, yeah, I think I've spent a bit of it. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Bit of a, a schoolboy, but yeah. How, how about yourself, mate? I had a good week. Good week. Yeah. Rotherham won 4 1 against Pompey. Brilliant. So that was a great start to it all. 
fantasy team, well, that started even better earlier because I had Mo Salah as my captain. So, I mean, Mo Salah's nearly scored as many points as your entire team this week, which is good. So, yeah, really happy. But, yeah, now really good game week for me. I'm, I'm currently, well, no, I'm, I'm not currently. I, I've got 63 points, which is, um, you know, nicely above the average, um, which is good. Um, so, Katsu Schmeichel in net, two points, just standard. You know, Leicester aren't keeping clean sheets at the moment, so he's only getting me two points most weeks. Defensively, Ruben Diaz got me one point because he only played 18 minutes. Why, why bring him on with eight, you know, for the last 18 minutes when they're 2-0 up? You know, could have just left him on bench and um, I could have got a sub in who scored more points. But, you know, only small gripe that is with Pep, but we'll, we'll take that up on the shit list. Then we've got... Back, other back three defenders all did well. Cancelo, six points. Got a got, yeah, clean sheet bonus for, for him. Joel Matip, six points um, for Liverpool. Clean sheet. Conor Cody for Wolves, seven points. Didn't get a clean sheet, but he scored a goal. So it was, um, yeah. That I, was, I don't uh, understand that goal. It looked like an own goal. It's been credited to him, so I'm taking it. <laughs> I had a word. I just said, look, he's in my fantasy team, guys. You've got you to gotta let, him have, let him have it. Yeah, so he certainly enjoyed I'm, it, didn't he? <laughs> well, I don't think he scores very often. This kind of no. <laughs> um, this is his fourth season in the Premier League now. That's his second goal. So yeah, he doesn't score many. Um, but um, yeah, I was happy for him. He's a lovely lad. This card card, I, I, yeah, I, I like him. Good, good lad. So yeah, then we get on to uh, the midfield. Mary Gray and Andros Townsend just getting two points each. You know, nothing, nothing crazy from them too because Everton didn't do do that well. Mo Salah, though, 26 points as, his, as my captain. He got 13 points because he got a goal and assist and he got two bonus points. Now, he should have got three bonus points. I know Firmino got a hat-trick, right? But Salah was the best player on the pitch by a country mile. So, don't be, you know, come on, FPL, don't just be taken by, by the fact that Firmino scored three goals. Salah was the reason that it all was happening for them. So You've you played this three. game for long enough to know that's not how it works. They, they know, just go on stats be. and stats alone. It's a gripe I have with the game, you know. So, yeah, there we go. And then front three, Ronaldo, two points. Didn't do anything for United. Um, Jimenez only played a couple of minutes in the, the Wolvesville game. I'm pretty surprised by that. So they only got one point. And then my, my other faithful, Lua guy who just does things for me, Jamie Vardy, eight points, scored another goal. He's got seven goals this season as well. He, he's, he's going toe-for-toe -to -toe with Salah for the... For the golden boot, they've both got seven under this year, so that's that's going to be a good sign for me. If I've got two of the top scorers in the league in my sides, it's it's going to be regular points. So yeah, Barney did well there. I could have actually got more points if my bench player Stuart Dallas two points for Leeds. Mister Murphy at Newcastle, Jacob Murphy four points because he got an assist. He only played thirteen minutes, but he came on for thirteen minutes and got got an assist. So four points out of thirteen minutes, you'll take that. But Again, he's on my bench, so nothing happening. And then my third sub is uh, Mason Holgate, who appears not to be in favour at Everton this season. So he's not getting me anything at the moment. But yeah, 63 points. I can't complain about that. It's a good good game week, you know, and um, it'll see me go top of our head-to-head -head league on, on points totals because we'll be levelling in terms of three points for a win, but I'll be above you with my overall total. You a bit worried about Ronaldo? 
No, not really, because at the end of the day, I can just take him out and I've got money to buy anyone I want. So yeah. I would yeah. take him out. It's a lot of money. He's not doing anything. I've, I've got my put it this way. I've, I've got my options, which we'll which we'll discuss later. Um, so we'll we'll see it. We'll see how it goes because I've, I've got I've got plans. Um, but you know, it's one of those things, isn't it? Like Ronaldo, I could what I could do is with you actually um, getting me to take him out, and you know that'd be quite nice. What is a fine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. want a fine. <laughs> yeah, as long as it's yeah, tell yeah, because I told you to take Kane out for for your own good because it would cost you a lot of money and he were doing nothing and you know everyone's seen that. And then of course that means he's gonna start playing well as soon as you've done that and, and taken the fine. But you know, you'll get him back in this week, I'm sure. That's or a, next week. It's a, a good way of looking at it. Okay, well, I mean it <laughs> it moves me nicely onto the next section here because uh I've got a lot to talk about and I'm not going first here. So this is our, our shit list. We have a maximum of five players, basically anyone who have pissed us off, who have annoyed us, and um, we feel like we want to talk about our gripes. Now, I can't imagine State having too much to complain about, but now, now knowing State doing this podcast with him, I've uh, I found out that even when he's, got, he's done well, he still has something to complain about when it comes to his FPL team. So yeah. State, give it to us. Well... Yeah, how, how, where do I start, really? It's going to have to be Cristiano Ronaldo's gone on my shit list because someone's not someone's not working. He's, he's not, you know, all he dropped in previous week, you know, and now this week he's only getting two points. He scored a bloody hat-trick in awesome, didn't he, in International Week. So why ain't he scoring goals for Man United? So, I mean, it's probably only going to Solskjaer's fault. But, but yeah, so, but Ronaldo, you're on my shit list this week. You're costing me a lot of money, so I expect you to d- deliver and you're not at the moment. You haven't scored in your last three games for United in the Premier League. That is not acceptable. You're going to become Romelu Lukaku at this rate. And I don't want that. So Ronaldo's on there this week. Um, Pep's on there as well for bringing Ruben Diaz on for 18 lousy minutes. What's he thinking about in life? You know, either play the full game or don't bring him on. Then one of my subs can come on and get me more points. Um, so, yeah, Pep's on there again. For his pet roulette, um, and that's it from me today. I'm, I'm going to surprise you. I ain't got too much gripe, but because you know my team's done done well, you know Mo Salah's put me in a good mood. My defence has done well. My, my Jamie Vardy's done well. You know they can't wumble about it. Sixty three points. You know battered you, absolutely battered you. The, the boys have humiliated your team, which is what I expect from them most weeks. So they've delivered. Fair enough. All right. Well, I'll start off with mine then. Um, there's plenty going on on my list. So I'm gonna say, yours is going to be far more exciting than mine. I'll start, I'll start off with Eric Dyer. Uh, why is Eric Dyer on my list? Uh, same as before. I can't remember who it was on a couple of weeks ago, but Eric Dyer is on my list because he scored that awful, awful own goal. Premier League centre half. Realistically, he needs to deal with that better. It was comical. You know, you shouldn't see those kind of own goals in the Premier League. So he's in there just because terrible. Also led to me losing a point for Reguillon, which is a bit annoying. Wouldn't have made it much difference. And then I'm going to go on to someone else who I thought you were going to mention, which you didn't because you're in a good mood and obviously you're not really too bothered. But Harry Maguire, I mean, he's got to go in there. I don't know what happened with him is that maybe he went to the wrong dressing room or something and Leicester guys gave him a little bit of a couple of 20s in the back pocket or something, I don't know, but he had an absolute stinker. 
I think it might have been a mistake for every single goal. Yeah, yeah. I think it might have been for every single goal. All four Leicester goals he was he was at fault for. Not completely, but you know, some were worse than others, but you could see he was at fault for different reasons for those goals. And this is an England centre uh, uh, England well, he's not a captain, is it actually? Because Kane's a captain, but no. he's he's our you know established England centre half, and he's you know having an absolute mare. I guess the the way he plays football, you've got to accept the fact that he'll make a mistake here and there. But four in one game is just uh, is dreadful. So he's yeah. on the shit list, and and like I say, I mean, and it affected me only slightly because Vardy scored one of those goals, and that's probably the one he was at least at fault for anyway. So. Um, I also want to point out that seeing Pats and uh, Daka scoring at the end is good. He's um, he was a little he's an absolute star playing before, and I was kind of surprised he didn't get a chance. Feels like Rogers has kind of now got to a point where he's like, I now know why we were we were crap at the beginning of the season because they weren't playing two up top with Inacho yeah. and Vardy, and he's tried to fit all these young wide players in like your Harvey Barnes, your Madison. And I, I know Madison's not really a wide player, but he's an exciting young player. Mm. It's not worked out for him. And now he's gone back to the drawing board and he's kind of brought in Inacho and it seems like they've got that their spark back. But Patson Daka is definitely one to look out for. I, I'm sure he'll be a impact sub like he was the other day, but he's definitely one to to, to look out for. Um, and yeah, and then the, the, I'm, I've only got one other person on my list. I mean, I, I probably could have gone with Vladimir Sufal, but if he's injured, he's injured. It's not really his fault, I guess, to a certain extent. Maybe he needs to work harder in the gym or maybe not work as hard in the gym. I don't know. But he's been a bit of a letdown recently. But yeah, he's not on there. I, I'm actually putting myself on there. I'm putting myself on my own shit list. And the reason why is because I can't be looking at you and blaming you for the fact that you gave me the fine that took Kane out. I blame myself. I, I've got, I've got to... I've got to work hard at these quizzes. You know, the fact is with the, with the quiz, I, I had about three fines in a row. That's not good enough for me. I, I pride myself on my knowledge. That's why we're doing this podcast, right? So, yeah, I'm blaming myself for that. I've given myself one too many fines. I got away with it in the past. This one, I didn't get away with it. Deserved it. I'm on my own shit list. Next time, I've got to do better. So yeah. that's all I'm going to say. Completely agree with you being on your own shit list. I think you're right. Hit the nail so, on the head there. Yeah. Uh, actually, actually uh, I'm, I'm not going to finish on me. I, I was kind of 50-50 about this or not. But what, what's even worse than putting myself on the shit list? Putting my team on the shit list. They were shit. Watford were shit this week. <laughs> I couldn't give two shits if they're playing Liverpool or they're playing Livingston. You know, the fact is that they didn't look like they were interested from the start. They looked feeble. So I'm just going to put Watford on there. Not even just their defence. The whole team. You know, the only person who probably deserves a tiny bit of credit is Foster. And even then, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, so Watford are on my shit list. I'm joining my own team on my shit list. That, this is probably the worst it's been this season. But I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic neither of us will be there next week. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're optimistic. I'm not. <laughs> let, let, let's let's please move on to bigger and brighter things please <laughs> okay I'll, I'll 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 allow it you know i won't, I won't rub it in any more than i have to you know just 
yeah, for them. <laughs> so, well, to be fair, okay, I, I do actually have the chance to have written a bit more because we're going onto a hit list now, and well, you're not going to have anybody on your hit list from down south probably at the moment. So, so yeah, that's um, that's probably another bit to rub in, but um, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, um, so hit list obviously again, it's the same as the shit list, but it's a hit list. You know, who, who do you want? Who do you want in your team? Who's on fire at the moment? Who's un, you know, who's, if you don't have this person in your team. You're, you're stupid out there. That is basically what we're saying is with the hit list. These are people you want to be looking at if you're not already got them in your side. So who, who, are, you, who are you fancying? Who's on the hit list at the moment for yourself? Or, and, and who should our listeners um, be, be looking at, Heath? Yeah, so uh, my first one on the list, I think, deserves a mention, not just for his FPL skills, but for him just as a human. I think Sergio, Sergio Reggion, uh, the fact that he pulled the referee aside and said to him that obviously someone had collapsed in the in the stand and made him basically stop the game. We, yeah. we all get into the mindset that we, we assume footballers only care about one thing and one thing only. And I, I guess when you see these, these moments, you, you have to pull them out and say fair play to him. So Reggion goes on there for, for that, but also the fact that I do think that if you don't have him in your team, I don't think Spurs' run of fixtures are brilliant, but I do think that he's a kind of person that, yeah, I think they've got arguably three tough games coming up and West Ham away, United at home and Everton away. But I, I, I could see Spurs, if they're on form, I could see them winning that, uh, winning any, any of those or, or at least getting some goals. And then after that, they've got a good run. I think he's a good shout. I think if, if you haven't got him and you're looking for a defender that is a bit of a differential, I think he's a good shout. And another very good differential would be Ben Chilwell. He's on my hit list. A, a fantastic goal against Brentford. He is, I mean, he scored in the last two, which is unusual for him, obviously. But he's he's displaced Alonso, and he's you know getting clean sheets. He's getting goals. He he's he's obviously a very talented guy. And I think maybe that Tuchel was giving him a, bit of a break, or I don't know exactly. Like maybe his head wasn't complete there after being dropped in the Euros, but. He's now fit and fire him. And he, you know, very, very good football player. It, the yeah, only problem with him is, that you, yeah, the, the only problem with him is that you, you are running um, a risky game by putting really nearly any of the Chelsea defenders like, like you would with the Man City defenders. It's, it's a risk, but, you know, if you've got Chilwell or Alonso or Aspilicueta or Rudiger, the as well, they've got Chelsea. a fantastic run of games. That's yeah. the reason why I brought, brought him up. But, you have to have balls of steel really to bring him in and, and stick with him because he could get dropped at any minute because Chelsea are in all the cups. They're going to be in the Champions League. He may get a call up again for England if he carries on playing and then he might, you know, might tire him out. So we'll see with that one. But yeah, my next one is, I should have probably said this after Reggion, but I've gone with the Kane-Sun partnership after seeing that last goal against Newcastle and people might just say, well, it is Newcastle, but Kane looks sharp again. Sun is always sharp. If their partnership works again, they could be a really good, you know, set of players because not many people are going to have Kane at the moment. They're going to be on Lukaku, Ronaldo, or maybe even Vardy. I think if you get in there early with Kane and he starts scoring, normally after three or four weeks, everyone else joins you know, yeah. they, they, they don't they don't stay away for too long. So if you can get in there early and again, Spurs fixtures are tough on paper, but I think that they're they're winnable. And yeah. then they've got a very good run of form after the three games that like I mentioned. 
his value is only going to go up as well. Okay, he's gone down twelve point one million. At yeah, the moment. I think he's people be... twelve point five. So if you're yeah. going to get him, now's the time because his value will go up and exactly you know, make a bit. Mm. I think I think I'm going to wait one more week and just see if he continues it. Sun is always a good shout. Again, no, he's fixture proof. He he seems to score, gets assists against anyone. Um, yeah. and then the other one, basically, I'm I think I might have used them on my hit list, and I'm cheating a little bit here, but. I would say, if you haven't got Brentford players, I'd start thinking about bringing them in. They've got Leicester at home this week, and then after that, they've got a good good run of fixtures. They've they've got like um, Burnley away, Norwich at home, Newcastle away, and then Everton at home. But then, I mean, even after that, they've got Watford at home, Southampton away. You know, they've got some really good fixtures coming up, and they've proved themselves against the bigger teams now. They've They've gone toe-to-toe with Chelsea this week. They've gone toe-to-toe with Liverpool a couple of weeks before. They, they'd be Arsenal. The fact is that they, they might even be fixture-proof, like Leeds were last year, where they can play against anyone. I'd always say Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, if you can compete with those, then you're in for a good season. And the only, only, only worry about Brentford is, will they run out of steam at some point? Is it still early season excitement of being the Premiership for the first time? Is that the reason why they're still putting in these performances? Will that start to become harder as the season goes on? People said that about Leeds last year. Yeah, they kept on going, so you never know. Yeah. But I yeah, would say well, Brentford, and, and again, if you're looking for players, we, we talked about them a couple of weeks ago, you you, you got to be looking at Embuemo, uh, who's an out-of-position forward in, in midfield, so cheap at five and a half million. And even Tony, who does, you know, basically scores. But Mbomo loves to hit the, the post as well. He's he I think he hit the post twice against Chelsea. He's hit the post quite a few times a season, but it's only a matter of time before he, he starts, you know, put them in the net. So and then the defense seems quite solid as well. I mean, again, they're holding off bit players like Romelu Lukaku and and all that. I would say go for it, you know. So there that's my hit list. I've got Reggie on, Chilwell. Kane and Son partnership at some point, maybe maybe give it one more week, and then Brentford. Any of their players, I would say, start dropping them in your team because they provide great value. Enables you to maybe get some of the bigger hitters for the bigger teams. Yeah, good, like it. The Son Kane partnership. I don't want that to come back as strong as it was last year because that's the one reason why you beat me last year. Mm. The only, you know, it was a it was a big reason. I wouldn't say it's the only reason. Skill that was a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wasn't that. It was just that it was just the value that you could pick them to. We we could go back and look at the history, and it would pretty much tell us that them two won you it last year. I think I think we maybe we'll get like past Christmas, and we will just say you have to take out. Maybe we we both have to accept the fact you can't pick anyone over a certain value, and then see how you get on. Then when you can't pick your beloved Mo Salah, and you yeah, and your KDBs, and yeah, we'll see how you get on there, mate. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have K, I don't have KDB yet, but that leads on nicely to my first player hey. on my um, on my hit list. <laughs> I mean, at the start of the at the start of the season, I I sort of made a big play to, to people not to put KDB in at the start of the season. I went, he's not going to be fit. It's going to take some time. It's been a busy time for him and everything. And was I right? Of course, I was right. I was spot on right. But now these last two weeks, he's back moving again. He's scoring goals. He's looking good, looking fit. And, you know, City, to be fair, it doesn't really matter who City are playing against at the end of the day. They, they, they just 
you know, the quality, the quality side. So, you know, if you're looking at bringing in a big player in your midfield to, to complement, you know, some, more salad perhaps, then KDB's your man there. You know, he's, I mean, he'll cost you some money, but if you're looking to splash the cash, there you go. KDB is the man. My other option on the on that um, though would be um, another Man City player, um, Phil Foden. Now he's again just come back to fitness, come back, got back playing and everything. And you know he's he started the last three games. He's got he's, he's, he's got a goal. He's got an assist, and you know he's looking lively. And you know I, I'm thinking that. Pep's looking like he's playing Foden, Grealish, De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, and then a holding midfielder there. It seems to be the, the pattern at the moment this year. Bernardo Silva's obviously back in the frame, you know, likes of Sterling and Maras are struggling for game time. But I think, yeah, Foden, 8 million, I think he's going to play a lot of games and I think he's going to score goals. He'll score plenty of goals. He'll get 10 goals this season, I think, if he, if he plays Foden, fancy him. So that, that's that's the two from City players. I could go on to, you know, some more City players, but I won't, I won't just dominate my, my hit list with, with them. Um, I'm not going to say Mo Salah because everyone should have him in no matter what, right? If you don't have him in, you, like I said, you, you don't have a clue. So unless you can't have him in, like like Heath can't. So you know, although we could question whether he has a clue at the moment, but um, that's a different story. Um, so so yeah. Um, what we'll do is um, go on to some 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 different sort of people to have, to have a look at. Um, I've been thinking about this one for you know, and what do I mention him because it, it is obvious, but. It's not obvious because only 17%, just less than 18% people are picking him. And it's Jamie Vardy. He's got seven goals this season already. And, you know, and to have less than 20% picking you, I think that's ridiculous. But since he's cost far less than Romelu Lukaku and, and Harry Kane, and, you know, and put it this way, then, then ones are going to be getting a lot more higher picks than, than, than Vardy is for some reason. So if you've not got Vardy in, I mean, the guy's just on fire at the moment. So, you know, you've got to get him in there. He's on my hit list and just, and, you know, he'll score you good points. And, you know, for the money he costs as well, definitely, definitely got to be looking at him. So, so yeah. Um, so that, that was him. Um, and then uh, the other one I'm, I'm sort of been, been looking at, but... Again, you might not want you might want to stay clear because they've got a tough run coming up of, of Man United. But I do think when the, the, you know Mason Greenwood seems to be the man this season for them in terms of his start every game. Ollie obviously likes him. He's you know he's a, he's, a, he's down as a midfielder, but he's playing in that front three and he's you know he's getting chances. He's got the, the ability to score with either foot. I think you know he's he's someone that. He's going to be in there and scoring goals. I mean, United have got tough three games coming up. Well, not two tough ones. They've got Liverpool and City and Spurs to play. Well, not in that order. Liverpool, Spurs and City. So they've got Liverpool and City who are tough games and then Spurs in between them. And then but then they play Watford after that. So, you know, banging points will we'll Mr Greenwood, I think, at that point. Um, so there's him. And then the other one to, to be looking at um, from, well, I put a few, a few sort of additional ones down, but... Um, I do think that you sure you're probably gonna want to start looking at, um, you know, well, 
players like players like Huang from Wolves, he could be a nice if you're looking for a basement buyer. He's talked about Brentford being good for basement buyers. Well, this guy Huang seems to be your basement guy, sort of striker, 5.6 million. You know, he seems to know where the back of the net is. He didn't score this weekend, but, you know, he's, he starts, started the last three games. If you're looking for a cheap striker, then he could be a man because Wolves have got some, you know, fixtures which you're looking at and you're like, yeah, they've got a good run of games coming up still. They've got Leeds who are struggling to do anything. Everton, you know, a decent side, but they concede. Then they've got Palace, West Ham, Norwich and Burnley, you know, coming up in the next sort of six game weeks. So, you know, they've got a good run of games where you could fancy him getting on the end of some things and scoring goals for you. And that that's that's my hit list. Nice. Good work. Yeah. Huang's uh is a nice little addition there. He uh I, I probably I think he actually said a couple of weeks ago that you know Jimenez is is your man, he's not gonna get drops and then the first week, I was just as surprised as you were, to be honest. I wasn't expecting that. Um, I was expecting to be playing. I'd have thought they were going to play together, maybe, but yeah, maybe it's just not how they, they want to do in the formation, I guess, at the moment. Who knows? But, um, you know, they, yeah, it was a good win for them, wasn't it? They ended they came back from 2 0 down. My sister's fell as a Villa fan, and he's uh, oh, beautiful. Yeah. He was devastated. <laughs> and I was with him yesterday. I gave him a few digs to the ribs about it. I went, oh, I bet, I bet you had fun. He actually went as far as blaming my sister for the, for the for for Wolves coming back. That didn't go down well. What what was the reason? Well, because he was feeding they've got a little baby um, who's, who's she's um ten months old and he was trying to feed her a bottle whilst watching a soccer Saturday on, on the on the tablet. So he took it in there and then my sister came and said, oh, you should be focusing on feeding our daughter, not the soccer Saturday. And he's like, I can do both. Anyway, she got us. Anyway, Wolves then went up and scored three goals in no time. And he, and he just went, that's your fault for saying what you said. There you go. Maybe maybe keep that one under wraps. We don't want the Villa fans going after this chap, just uh, just in case, you know. It was quite a vital win for Wolves there and uh, the Villa fans were probably quite livid. So let's just keep that one under wraps, you know. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, I, I like you. He's a good guy, so yeah, I don't, I don't want him getting um, getting lynched for him. Being <laughs> so, yeah, good point. Very good point. So, <laughs> it was quite funny because obviously, you know, Wolves. I think in their previous seven games, they only scored five goals, and then they go and score three. So it was, you know, they've they've picked up though now, haven't they? Because they start the season badly, Wolves, but then they've won four of the last five games now, so they're they're, they're looking good and. You know, them and Villa will be just comfortable mid-table teams this season. I'm sure of it. Yeah, most likely, most likely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, no, really, really good. Uh, again, we'll keep this going. We like the hit list. It's 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 all good. It's all well and good having a shit list and being negative. But you want a bit of positives on this podcast, otherwise we're just sort of moody old bastards. So, yeah, okay. Well, moving on to our next feature, which is our mini league update. Obviously, we've got like a, a really good group of people who have all signed up to our mini league and we're absolutely blessed to have them now i believe i jinxed uh summit before uh, i saying how he was going to stay at the top for as long as possible and and then the first week that that happened he came off and went into second place so again summit apologies but yeah so stay if you want to run through the 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 mini league updates and uh yeah let's know what's going on definitely so um yeah we've um had another change at the top of the table and 
having uh, expected to because it would it would pretty tight actually between the three last week. Um, but yeah, expected to lose has gone to the top of the table. Jason Bay, sixty-one points with this game week, so he's on five seventeen total. So um, you know, well done, Jason. Um, a good a good win for you there. He had most hours captain, which will always help. Um, so yeah, he's he's done well. Had a had a good week. Um, he's yeah ahead of your friend Summit, who's probably coming after you since. Um, although he's moved up to second place from third, so you know five hundred and six. So he's only eleven behind. And then the the big faller at the top is Betty Swallows FC, only forty five points. Got he's he's down to third, five hundred and three points. So um, yeah, not. Not not the best weeks of him. He's got Alonso in, you see, I think. So he's not he's not he's not gambled on that. that Alonso not be not coming back in, maybe. So yeah, so they're the top three still. So those three have been consistent at the top of the table for a lot of it. Um don't know who that guy is in fourth place, not gonna mention him. Mm-hmm. So no chance there. Fifth place. And the, the highest place person with a either a north or southern only team is myself, your co-host, Dave. 63 points this week and so I mean I'm, I'm a little I'm about 19 points off the top four but um yeah I'm, I'm happy with that it's, um, it's going well um best game week is so far is Dirty Sancho Paul Pond 71 points he's got which is um, you know, a cracking effort you know you look at his team he's, he's yeah he's, he's got a decent side out there actually he's been gambling on the Brighton defence keeping clean sheets they've kept another one this weekend so yeah, good good work. 71 points is really good going, to be fair. If we go down to the, the bottom of the table, El Badger Poopers, Nick Edwards, who was sure's given up on his team. He's actually battered you, Eve, this week. Have you looked at his team? This I just yeah. looked at it while yeah. while you were talking. It looked it's so, brilliant, his captain situation. Yeah, but he's he's gonna have nine points coming off his bench because Cancelo and Mares played and Delft definitely didn't play. So neither did that Marquez, neither did Good. So he's going to end up being just shy of 50 points. Uh, uh, look who his vice captain is. Yeah, Kelleher. Oh, yeah. What a shout. Yeah, he won't be bottom gonna... of the league after this, I don't think. I don't think he will. Yeah, I think he I think he'll um he'll he'll be off the bottom of the table. Oh, brilliant. Which um which means um unfortunately, Joe Hadley with uh, the United vision.org is going to be bottom of the table which um, yeah, it doesn't surprise me if you look at his team bloody hell that's shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say yeah. how it is eh? yeah definitely <laughs> my, my man Harrison Copley Ned Stark's my dad 45 points he's got a northern a pure northern based team really good lad so he's done well you know he's, he's He's moving away from them bottom two now, which is which is really good. And well, you Heath, you've 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 taken a fall. You're down to yeah. 11, 28. Yeah. I mean, you 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 should pick up actually back up to tenth because you've got a few players playing a day, and you're only a couple of points behind Spud United, which is actually a lad who I work with. I think you're still just about the top southern side as well. Um, yeah, only just though, because you better check yourself. He's coming. He's coming up, you fast lad. He's back. I can feel yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you know, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be wary of that. You know, it's um, no it's rash not, transfers for me, eh? 
Yeah, 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 definitely not. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. I'm, I'm sure there is. I'm, you'll have done something drastic, I know. I can, I can sense it. But yeah, no, other than that, that's everything for the um, for the league updates for this week. But keep, yeah, thanks everyone again. You know, I know we always thank everyone for joining the league, but, you know, thank you for doing it. And, um, yeah, we'll, um, we'll, yeah, we'll be coming up to Manager of the Month time soon in October. Um, which, um, I think we said we'd We'd start doing like a just a manager of the month shout out. So a couple more game weeks, and then we've then we've got that to come in, uh, which will be good. Um, but now on to the North versus South. It's a knockout debate where we are looking for the greatest ever FPL player, and we've got the the regional finals today, the North final and the the South final. I think we're going to be kicking off with the the South final with you, Heath. Yeah, so just to give you guys a reminder, we've obviously been through, uh, you know, fair few fixtures, different players from our certain regions, and we've got ourselves into 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 the finals that we're in now. So we've got Frank Lampard of of Chelsea versus Thierry Henry of Arsenal in in the Southern final, and in the Northern final, we've got Cristiano Ronaldo of Manchester United versus Liverpool's Mo Salah, and the idea is. If you've not listened to any of these podcasts before, we're, we're not really looking at the, the greatest ever player. We're looking at who would be a greatest ever FPL player, someone who's going to score you a lot of points, who you are happy with to captain week in, week out. And I think we're now at the point where it's going to be very difficult to justify. But I, I, I'm going to obviously start us off with the Lampard versus Henri final. Personally, uh, I think... Most people will be screaming at me going, oh, Henri wins it by a mile. But honestly, Frank Lampard's stats are just unbelievable. And he did it for so many years. It's just, it's really, really tough for him not to win. But yeah, I, first of all, I will say what they both did. And then I'll tell you how I got to the conclusion of why one of them wins over the other. So both incredible scoring and assist stats, without a doubt, both easily could be captain material irrelevant of the fixture any week both scored from distance or got in the box and scored tap-ins both were comfortable shooting with both feet uh, neither of them really missed many games most of the most seasons they would rack up 30 plus appearances which is what you're looking for in an fpl player someone you can rely on and know that you you know that they're going to play most weeks and they won't get drops uh, i would say that lampard obviously his record as a midfielder at that point, I don't think we'd ever seen anyone like him where, I, d- I mean, I, I still stand by the fact that Lampard, as a football player compared to Henri, doesn't come close. But like the fact that he works so hard, he deserves kind of arguably more credit because he didn't have the same kind of talent and probably worked, must have worked harder than Henri, must have done to be able to get himself into the position that he was in, you know, to play consistently for a, you know, one of the best teams in the league week in, week out. Both of them won player of the season. Omri won player of the season in two seasons and, and Frank Lampard won it just the one season. So, you know, obviously that gives him a, a tiny boost to Thierry Henry over Lampard. And Lampard won more leagues. He won the he won three leagues with Chelsea, uh, Omri with only two. Obviously Lampard played for Chelsea for many, a lot more games. I think... If I'm being honest with you, the, the the defining factor was just how they made me feel when I when I used to have them in, you know, when I used to play fantasy football myself. I think Henri, for me, has to win. And the reason why is 
although Lampard was consistent and he you know racked up 600 odd appearances 177 goals 102 assists the one thing that kind of works against slightly is he did score 32 penalties brings that goal tally down slightly obviously if you're taking away penalties Henry didn't score as many I think he only scored two penalties which is a bit odd I'm a bit surprised by that um but Henri got four golden boots in the last four out of the five seasons. He was, stats alone, you would assume he was the best player. Maybe Ronaldo probably would have been competing with him in those years. But Henri's stats alone looked like he'd be either the best player in the league or one of the best players in the league. And I think the difference between him and Lampard is that he's a kind of player that it didn't matter where he was on the pitch because of his pace his power, his, his technique, he's just he's so talented. He can get past players easily. He scored goals from distance. He he could take it around a few players before he scored. I think that that just sets him aside from Lampard because, again, you can't really go, well, Lampard's got this amount of goals versus Henri's because it's, that's not how it works, really. You've got to look at it and go, if Henri played in the same season as Lampard, which one would you want more? I think Henri would be my man personally I think I will be going with him and and therefore I think he'll be going to the final he um yeah he got four golden boots in last season I think before he went to Barcelona he got an injury that cut his season in half so who knows what it could have been before if, if he'd if, if he'd stayed fit for that last season but I I think Henri has to probably if he's not the best player that's played in the Premier League he's he's got to be top two top three and I think the only people probably who are close to Omri are, are probably the guys you're about to talk about now. <laughs> so just to confirm, Thierry Omri is the Southern winner and he's in the ultimate final. Oof, wow. I thought you had gone Lampard. I really did. It's tempting. Incredible I plan. I think you should have done as well. <laughs> I think you wanted Harry Kane to win it, didn't you, after the other week in the semi-finals? Yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, good, good shot. I mean, yeah, Thierry Henry was sexy footballer. Brilliant. Yeah, loved him. Yeah, shame he's going to lose in the, the overall grand final. Just real shame, but never mind. We'll soon get to that. Um, but yeah, um, so going on to mine, so as, yeah, as he mentioned, so it's Cristiano Ronaldo from Manchester United and um, obviously Mo Salah. Now, um Ronaldo's obviously had a couple of spells in the Premier League now. Well, this is his second spell. He had three big years, didn't he, in, back in the, the mid-sort of noughties to the back end of the noughties before he went to Real Madrid. And, you know, he was prolific. You know, he scored 17 goals, 16 assists in one season, then 31 goals, 7 assists in the other, 18 goals, 6 assists in the other. So he was scoring plenty of points in that. So, I mean, I know he only played sort of three seasons then, but, you know... It, like, like he sort of clearly sort of pointed out there, you know, he was still consistent in those seasons in terms of putting, you know, points on the board, doing plenty. And, you know, it's Cristiano Ronaldo at the end of the day. Um, so, you know, don't need to do much more of an introduction to him. He um, obviously had a bit of flack at United early doors. Obviously, um, in part of the Portugal side, that knocked England out of the, the last two tournaments, the, the Euros and the World Cup. Got Wayne Rooney sent off in one of them as well for the wink. Um, and that so yeah all good um, but he's coming up against Mo Salah now Mo Salah at the moment is arguably the best footballer in the world at the moment in terms of form you know he's he's 
scoring great goals and you know doing everything for Liverpool and he's just you know and his stats since you know coming back to the Premier League have just been ridiculous. I mean he scored over three hundred points in one you know FPL season. You know he's he's, he's regularly hitting high numbers and he's looking like he, he will do again this year. And you know it's. It's those sort of things that you you, you look at when it's you, you know who are you going to make your captain every week at the moment, and I would expect that everyone who's got Salah in the team is saying Mo Salah. I mean, he's been in this current season; he's at the moment being he's selected by sixty four point one percent of the games uh, the the players. I mean, what's wrong with the other thirty five point nine? Really, you, you just you can. Do you not like printing points in FPL or something like that? Because that's where you're going wrong with this guy. Um, and I think, you know, my, you know, my, my, my pick for the for this who wins this contest is, you know, I'm not a Liverpool fan, so it, it's giving me great satisfaction seeing them whine about me going for Ronaldo. But I can't go for Ronaldo. Mo Salah's the one. He's he's just been that good over these last four years. You know, five years. He's current. As well, you know, which you know, I think you know, good, good, good player, and I don't think there's anybody in world football at this moment in time who can do what he can do. You know, the form in terms of form and that, you know, he's 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 just you know absolutely head and shoulders, you know, just um, above everyone else it seems. And and he's not just doing it against your shite teams like Watford and your, mm. your Palaces, you know. He's you know he's he's got against Chelsea. He scored against Man City, you know. He created a goal against City. He's he's doing it against everyone, so it's not he's not just a player who just turns up against the small teams and, and and does it. He's doing it against every team that he's playing against. Um, and yeah, there's not a better FPL player in the last four or five years really than Mo Salah. I I would never have agreed on that. Maybe before last season I would uh, you could never I think it's just the fact that the guy is a monster point scorer he's just I don't even you know it's, it's crazy isn't it that he is a very very good football player don't get me wrong and he's showing that at, at this very moment in time like you know the way he's performing week in week out but I'm never really 100% convinced with him with in certain aspects of his game but then when you look back and see the amount of goals he scored and the amount of points he scored he's just another level that I would never have thought he would have been talked about in the same bracket as Ronaldo and Omri and, you know, players like that. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting final. I actually, we haven't actually decided how we're going to work this out, but I actually think live on this podcast, I think we need to put this out there to the Twitter community and see what people think and then leave it with them. Because I think there might be some recency bias with, with Mo Salah, but, I do think people still have a lot of time and a lot of admiration for what Omri did back in the day. So I'd be interested to see what they say. Mm. And, and there's a lot of Arsenal fans and Liverpool fans on, on uh, social media. They're all as sad as each other. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe they'll get behind them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's, so it's the, the big final is who's, who's a better at FPL? Who's the greatest ever FPL player? Is it Thierry Henry from the south or is it Mo Salah from the north? Mo Salah, Mo Salah, Mo Salah, <laughs> running down the wing. <laughs> Good, Mo. Oh, I love Thierry Henry, so you made it really difficult for me now. Yeah, I, I think I knew that Henry was going to... Maybe this, again, 
maybe I shouldn't tell you my technique here, but I'm pretty sure I knew Henri was going to win it from the start on my side. No, but yeah, just shocking, shocking. <laughs> we're meant to be, we're not meant to be biased on in this. Um, in this actually, that's, that's bollocks. Of course, we can be biased. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've forgotten who I was then for the moment, but I nearly said. <laughs> That, that's that's our that's our greatest ever FBL player, and uh, I hope you enjoyed that. And um, yeah, finally we got the the game week preview for next week. So status, please provide us with your your thoughts for this coming game week, game week nine. Well, my thoughts are quite simple at this moment in time. I'm probably not going to change anything this week, um, and that's not because I've had a good week. Um, I want to I want to get two transfers. You see. Because you know the, the man I sort of um, mentioned earlier, KDB. If I want to get him in, I need to get rid of a striker who costs a lot of money. Because I'm not going to get rid of Mo Salah. Um, so I'm probably not going to make any transfers this week unless I get a little bit tipsy on Friday and, and make some late changes, um, which could happen. Um, but um, but yeah, as things stand, you know, Cashrush Michael will be in net, and for me, you know not keeping clean sheets, which is doing really well. Um, two City defenders, Cancelo and Diaz, they're away at Brighton. I mean, I know Brighton are doing well, but they're not scoring loads either. So I think, you know, City could be good for a clean sheet there. I would imagine keeping Conor Cody in. Joel Matip maybe as well. Don't know. I might just bring in um, one of my benches. But yeah, pretty much the same team. You know, Salah will be captain, I'd expect. Or Vardy, maybe. And then you've got Andros Townsend. Mary Gray is your other two midfielders with Salah, Jamie Bardi, Raul Jimenez, and Cristiano Ronaldo up top. Um, with the benches being Carson in there, who's never going to do anything. Stuart Dallas might come come in into the team, or Jacob Murphy maybe from Newcastle because you know they scored some goals the other day, which is good. So maybe he could get on the starting starting lineup this time um so yeah so it's yeah not much is going to happen with me this week on game week preview i think um, i'm gonna try and carry a transfer over because like i said you know i think city you can have a, a you can have a nice run of games coming up and yes yeah, so i think i'm looking at someone like kdv it will, will happen but like I said, I need that to be over too because I made a promise this year not to take many four points hits, and I'm doing well this year. I've, I've been sticking to it quite quite often, which I'm, I'm happy and proud of myself with. Nice, brilliant, good. Well, the the Southern All Stars have a decent set of fixtures by the looks of it. So I've got I'm going with Rayer in goal. We've got Leicester at home, Sergio Reguilón, West Ham away. I've got Kieran Tierney, Villa at home. Got Rudiger. I'm hoping we'll shake off this back injury because they've got Norwich at home. Uh, I'd see that as surely that would be a clean sheet. And then um, my transfer I've already made. So I've I've basically, I guess what I was already already kind of trying to do was I was trying to get two Chelsea defenders, but I wanted to get two that I felt were going to play most weeks. So this week, I basically made the decision of, of bringing in Cesar Azpilicueta. And the <clears> idea is that he should play. Now, my only worry is that I think the only game that he got dropped in was uh, the game against, I think it was Aston Villa at home. Now, I'm not saying that Aston Villa is an easy game necessarily, but I do think, I wonder if maybe 
they had a lot of confidence they can keep a clean sheet against Aston Villa. But yeah, um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But I've, I've brought him in this week. And um, the idea is that, yeah, I'm hoping that he will turn my, my luck around. And I took out poor old Vlad Soufal. He's, he's now a goner. I never thought I would say that because I thought he was a season keeper. But he's gone for now. I'll let him recover from his injury. I might bring him back at some point. Anyway, yeah, so four at the back. Then I got Zaha, which is worrying that he's not playing tonight because I got Newcastle at home, and that would be a quite a good fixture for him. Emil Smith Rowe against Villa, Hyomin Son, West Ham away. Then we got Ivan Tony, Leicester at home. I'm going with Antonio as a starter, even though playing Spurs at home. And my captain, Big Rom Lukaku. The people who have both North and South players, well, the basically the, the majority. I'm sure they'll be thinking about whether to go for Lukaku or Salah. Now, I'm. I think this is actually quite a good debate. Something that we probably need to talk to at some talk about at some point. But I think that when it comes to picking your captain, I think form should always go over fixtures. But when they're playing Norwich at home, I mean that is the fixture. So good luck to you guys. Whoever, if you've got a choice of Salah or Lukaku, neither State or I have that choice. Yeah. We're going for one or the other. But yeah, good luck with that one because that's a very difficult choice. Lukaku's out of form, Salah's not, da, 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 you know, the rest. Anyway, so yeah, he's my captain. Foster's on the bench, Ben Rama's on the bench, Sissoko's on the bench, and Cucurella's on the bench. And uh, to be fair, Cucurella, if he was playing anyone but Man City, he wouldn't be. So yeah, that's, that's my team this week. I'm, yeah, looking forward to a new set of fixtures, I'm not going to lie. This has been a dreadful weekend for me. <laughs> and, and Palace have equalised, so that does yeah. mean that I've lost a clean sheet bonus there. So Not Smith, cheap yeah, yeah. Smith, Smith Rowe or, or Tierney, if you want to try and get yourself on the score sheet or an assist or something, just give me that last little bit of a, a pick-me-up. That would do really, really nicely. <laughs> Please, come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm begging you. Uh, anyway, yeah, so no... Really enjoyed that, mate. And it was is again another good good uh, shout by you. Kind of having some restraint and saving your transfer really does kind of give you lots of options a week later. Definitely, I think. Um, like I said, that's not something I usually do, but I think you know it's working working out better for me this year. This time last year, you were like seven wins up to one or something in his in his game week head to heads. I think this time last year, you you spank you were spanking me. Whereas playing it smarter. Yes, yeah, and I think I've been too nice to you because we've gone live with these podcasts. I've probably been too nice to you, so I think I need to kind of start getting a, a different uh, technique myself here and and start really getting in your head again. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I mean, Ronaldo obviously is probably a good transfer out. I'm just an FYI, but um, on on that note, I mean, uh, just want to make sure that everyone's aware of this. If you're not already, my, myself and State's Twitter handles because we want you to get in in touch with us whenever you can about anything regarding the podcast or anything about FPL in general. State's Twitter handle is FPL underscore Northerner. Mine's FPL underscore Southerner. Yeah, just want to wish everyone good luck for the the game week coming. We've got over the two international breaks, so we've got a little bit of time now where we can actually just enjoy FPL again. And uh, hopefully we'll get plenty of points. So good luck, everyone. Yeah, enjoy enjoy the game week nine. Not, not, not good luck to you, though. No, yeah, obviously. Um, and yeah, obviously, the, the same goes to you, mate. I hope you have an absolute stinker next week. Bold.
Fold to light you have. Fold to light you have been doing the last two weeks. Just do that for me. That'd be fine. I've, I've had other things on my mind, mate. Now, now I've got a clear focus. Uh, I know exactly what's going to happen this week. It's going to be full steam ahead for the uh, the Southern All Stars. Norwich are going to beat Chelsea two 0 You heard it. <laughs> well, bring in Wrong an Norwich player if, you, if you're that confident. Bring in an Norwich player then. Go on, I dare you. Could bring my man, my boy, um, um, to back in the in the ranks. Yes. But no, I'm, 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 sa- I'm saving my transfer. I told you, stop trying to get me into it. All right. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, thanks again for listening, guys, and I uh, hope you enjoy. And uh, yeah, like I say, enjoy the game week. Yeah, enjoyable.